coming up on this week's episode of That One with the Catchy Title. The verdict is in. I hopped in the court at 12 p.m. to watch Johnny and Amber again. Yeah. I'm just a turd here for some fun. Ooh, am I gonna fit in? <laughs> Smells so bad. Get it? Because I'm her turd. <laughs> okay, I'm, first of all, I am way more vested in their life than I am in my own right now. That's saying something, but can I also just... <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. When this um, is over, what am I going to do? Be a responsible you, student? Start actually... No, a lot more podcasting. I need everyone to get on her ass and let her know there's a lot more podcasts to make. It's a lot more guests to have. <laughs> but also, is it just me? Or is anyone else nervous for the implications um, or or the, well, not even implications, that wasn't even the right word, um, like the impact this is going to have, whatever the verdict is, either way, it's going to have an impact. And I'm, I'm most nervous for that. Oh, yeah. It's going to, okay, if we're being serious, if you're going to take this a serious route, because, I mean, this is a serious issue. It is. It's. On, the first it, it really is. the first thing that I want to say is that Johnny made it clear that he really just wanted to tell his side of the story. And mm-hmm. I think he did. So at the end of the day, he won that piece because he got to say his side of the story. And he got to bring the evidence forward that showed that Amber made up a lot of this stuff. In the process, did he show his own flaws? Yes, he did. But he also owned them. While the issue that I have is that Amber still just denies everything and is still blaming everybody else for her life. That's a problem with me. So at the end of the day, this is going to affect how other victims come forward, whether or not they're believed, Mm -hmm. Um, even if she wins. Yep. It affects that because this whole trial, how many women hate Amber Heard? And Way that's more the women most than frustrating men. thing part about about her to me is this impacts women who are actually in dire situations. You know what I mean? Well, I think that she did a really good job of proving that she was never in fear for her life as she was laughing and doing. All I know, these but crazy this is going to make people think that everyone else who is in a life threatening situation. I mean, I mean, come on now, I, go back a few episodes, and I mean. You know, someone was lost recently that we talked about on this podcast um, to domestic violence. So it's a serious matter. People lose their lives. So it's going to impact everyone because people aren't going to be taken seriously now, even if no matter the outcome, no matter the outcome, men or women, people who are in dire situations are not going to be taken seriously when it comes to domestic violence. On the other coin, though, it also showed that men can be victims of domestic violence as well. That's true. So it is 301 okay, okay, Eastern okay, Standard okay, Time. Yeah. Sound has started working. Holy shit. Can you hear this? Yes, Your Honor. All right. Just uh, for everybody in the gallery, reminder, this, this is a court of law. Okay. So right now we are watching counsel approach. Oh, my God. Okay. I got it pulled up. <laughs> I can hear Mike talking upstairs. Even he is vested in this case. He came running down to tell me that the verdict came in. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. All right, be quiet. Hold up, close. I need you to do, I need to give the forms back to you. Um, When you find for a defamatory statement, um, one or more, 
you need to fill out the compensatory damages. <gasps> it has to be at least a dollar for compensatory damages and up to whatever you feel the damages should be. And for punitive damages, you can put a zero there or you can fill out that as well. But I need those uh, lines filled out. Okay. All right. So if I can have you retire back to the. No. Okay. Basically, they didn't fill out the forms completely. And so she just dismissed the jury and they have to go back and they have to come to a decision on a verdict of what the compensatory um, total is going to be. So it sounds Stop. like it sounds like they did they not come to they an agreement on that. Right, so we'll be in recess till we hear back from them. Don't go too far. Okay. Oh, shut the fire front door. OK, so basically what just happened is the jury came back with a verdict and they did not fill out the compensatory totals. So I just want to point out. Did they, so what the fuck their verdict did they? I thought that was the whole point was to d determine damages. So what the who the fuck's on this jury? Um, This is concerning to me because they couldn't even follow instructions. Who the fuck's on this jury? You guys. Oh, my God. Seriously. That's a problem. Okay, we're missing. Yeah, but we're missing information. Like you would say, we're missing information. So it's we don't true. really know. No, it's true, happened. though. It's true, but the biggest part is the damages, like you said. Like, right? I That's, mean, the whole point of this was because he sued for fifty million, she countersued for hundred. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you think that that would be part of something that you need well, to present? And it says because I went back through and I watched the jury instructions twice, and then I went in. Um, I actually went onto the the court's website, and the only reason I got to see some of the jury instructions, um, the actual document, was because yesterday. Um, Mr. Chu, right, um, on Depp's team, filed a motion about there being an adjustment made to the language or something. And so they had to include part of that document. So basically, like, when you follow it through, it says if you, what was it, if you, um, if you grant in favor of, and it, whoever on, you know, as you're going through, if you grant in favor of this person, then you know, what are the amount of damages? That's like the last step on each one. Well, so, I love this piece because um, somebody commented, they said they should put a big fat zero and both of them um, said it wasn't about the money. So she said it wasn't about the money. He said it wasn't about the money. There should be no money exchange in this. And, he's, and then the person an said, excellent point. And she should donate this, the 7 million that she received to charity. Boom, mic drop. I like it. I mean, I mean, because it's an excessive amount of money anyway. So, right. I mean, th I think I they need think to obviously that either one of them. Have, I don't think either one of them has the ability oh, to no. tap into that. I mean, that. it would have to be made in payments. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because, you know, rich people and taxes and yeah, how yeah. they handle their money. So they don't have to pay taxes on everything up front. They put most of it um, away and then they draw out based on the year. So the more you draw out, the more you pay. Okay, I'm trying to... I can't believe this shit! I'm still like, what the fuck? I'm over here. How is it that the whole jury, there's seven of them? Not one person said, hey guys, we didn't we didn't come to a conclusion on damages. <laughs> oh, let's just talk about how I didn't know there was only seven jurors. Oh no, there was there was 14, and then, um, because there had to be alternatives. Two of the alternatives ended up leaving early, um... I guess for personal reasons or something. So then there was just two alternatives. And then, then there's nine jurors of the nine, only seven were selected out like ra by random. Like, so actually it was two, the two alternates of the nine who sat in 
were were picked out to then step out at to be the alternates like to you know like if we need you for some reason oh like god someone fell ill you know Makes they sense. were at least a part of the whole thing but they can't be so there's only seven making the decision five are men and two are women that makes me more nervous because I feel like women hate her more and would come to a more rational decision. That's funny you say that because I actually read a whole bunch of comments um, under some testimony videos. Um, and there was a lot of, of of comments about how women seem to perceive her more harshly. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I believe so. And I think it's because we feel as if she... She Why? did us wrong. She, she, she did us <laughs> she wrong. She did us dirty. <laughs> yeah. Basically, it's like when you take a situation when there are women and uh, we have friends that have gone through the situation, we have grown up in these households with domestic violence. I've watched this my entire life. Um, and for yeah. somebody to use that platform and to show themselves as a victim who was just showed how ugly and nasty she is as a person, too, it, it just... Well, and really rub me wrong. Remember who you're, I mean, remember who you're talking to. I didn't just grow up in that environment. I am actually live in person right here, like on this thing right. telling you, like I went through intimate partner violence in an intimate relationship. Um, so, you know, I know I know how like it's it's like it, it pisses me off. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm most nervous for how this is going to impact people in those situations right now or and in the future right well and I watched you go through intimate partner violence like how many times <sighs> did did I get pulled into the middle of it to try to and for me to pull oh, and that was the situation even, well yeah and that's that's the thing like it impacts everyone around you it, it it's a domino effect not only that you weren't like you were only pulled in in crucial moments so I mean I would say 25 percent out of 100 of it which think about that Think about how much right. more I went through that you that I didn't because of the shame around it, you know? Right. right. So, yeah, it's intense. And, and I think that's why this shouldn't be taken lightly. I think that it's hard when I do see people making light of the, you know, the, the seriousness of it. Um, when we talk about the violence part and the sexual violence and whatnot, like it's not, it's not like, yeah, like, like our commentary is not to be so dark <laughs> about it, but. Right. It's intense and it's real shit. That's the really hard part is that if this were a case where the people who came forward were really like a criminal case, right? But this is a defamation case. And that is why I think there's so many people who are critical about it because if this were a criminal case, you wouldn't have so many people weighing in on it. But because it's defamation and because they're two celebrities, everybody's weighing in on it. And for, I've been hella vested in this case. I'm not going to lie. I've been 100% like what I'm, I'm watching the live um, examinations, the cross examinations. And I'm like, whoa, I think that the way that they're allowed to bring different contexts into court to show the defamation, it's different than a criminal trial. You're getting way more mm. information in this trial than you ever would in a criminal trial, because in a criminal trial, you can't just bring up the person's past history. Um, there's all like a sexual history and things like that. There are all kinds of different rules that go into criminal trial versus this defamation civil suit. So I think it allowed everyone to kind of look at this type of intimate partner violence differently because you're seeing two two victims, essentially. Right. Do I believe mm -hmm. Johnny Depp said and victimized Amber Heard in a verbal way? 
yeah. And you see that in his own text messages and the things that he said to oh, other yeah. people. By the way, he provided a lot of those text messages himself. Oh, for real. And they're and they're god awful. They're yeah. they make you just ugh. However, yeah. when I look at the situation and I see all of the physical things that she did, I don't think the verbal outweighs it. So I mean, I mean, they were both. They both Johnny Depp. You can take his own words and say that the the names, the what was it, the the emotional or verbal abuse from his he, from his mom yes, was more intense than being hit. So I mean, right. I, 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 it could be subjective. But that's as a know. man, I think he's saying that as a man of some of the things that you know his mother said that degraded him and and whatnot. But also, I think it's easy to say that when you're not in the moment where you're being hit. To be like, wow, those things hurt a lot well, trust more. Trust me, I know. When I was a kid, when I was like, because when I was a kid, I, I mean, I, I heard a lot of things that stuck with me and that were mm-hmm. that definitely affected Probably my shaped a lot of. It's why are. I'm funny. It's why I'm funny. Let's just say that it, the reason why that I laugh about life is because as a kid, I went through a lot mm-hmm. of. I went through a lot of verbal abuse. And oh, I know so, where your dark humor came from. <laughs> so, so that is why I'm like that. It's not because I just developed this personality because I had this great childhood. Um, I mean, my mom did her best. But at the end of the day, there are things that happen that you just can't um, you just can't erase. And so it just mm-hmm. it didn't fit that into my personality and who I am today. And it's why I'm sarcastic about a lot of things. But I felt that that is my power of dealing with conflict is humor. It is something that I've just honed is I'm just going to make jokes and feel better about it because that's how I deal with it. Otherwise, I would just be crying. And I choose laughter over crying. And it's not that I'm laughing over serious matters. It's that I'm finding a different way to cope with it. And that is my coping mechanism. So I don't necessarily feel guilty about how I deal with these situations because how I grew to become this way. How would you... um, Would you lump that in with being desensitized or oh is it something else or is it just a, a part of adjustment or god i would say that it's kind of, kind of it's interesting that you say that because for me there are times that reading? i do feel that i'm desensitized because i feel as if you just have to gain thicker skin mm. you know like and i did i just <laughs> I, I had to gain thicker skin um Am I necessarily desensitized to it? No, because I still really feel the burden of people going through these situations and I really feel for them. However, I think the reason why I'm so strongly adamant, just maybe kind of hateful in this case, is because I feel like Amber Heard was the worst abuser. And that frustrates me. In this situation, to be clear. Yes, right? in this yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. in this situation, <laughs> I feel like she was the worst abuser. And it really, it it really does frustrate me. Because I also remember saying a lot of really mean things about people after they did me dirty. Wait, say that again. You cut up a little bit. I said I remember saying a lot of bad things about people after they did me dirty. You know, and that's just one way that I cope with things. I'm like, oh, eh. you know, that's just something that you kind of say and ramble on and you don't expect those things to be shared in a courtroom. Okay. Well, Johnny Depp said a lot of things about Amber that got shared in the courtroom that he wasn't expecting to get shared in the courtroom. But also he knew those things were going to get shared when he brought this defamation trial to light. He didn't, he knew that it wasn't off the table, but he was so adamant that the physical abuse that he went through with her was so much greater than anything that he said about her. He didn't give a fuck. 
He was like, all right, let's put all my bad shit out there. But what I want is I want everybody to know what you did because she was only saying what she did and saying that was her story. And he was silenced through all of it because he was painted this rapist and wife beater. And then he finally got to come forward and be like, okay, yeah, I said a lot of really terrible things. Maybe I wasn't perfect. Yeah, I was not an addiction. But also these are things that I experienced in this relationship too. And it didn't just happen the way that she said it did. I have a lot more detailed commentary on that. That would take me way too long. Um, because, yeah, it's, it's, it's one perspective. Because there's some things that... Well, let me just point out one thing. Um, you guys realize that we're seeing text messages from, like, fucking years ago. So this shit was saved. Audio recordings from years ago saved. Saved stuff from way before they were even divorced. Like, while they were still together. Like, 2014. 15, 16, you know what I mean? Like, that's weird to me, <laughs> just saying. Um, but uh, I just lost my train of thought by saying that first, but <laughs> that's not new. But the other thing is some of the things in these text messages, um, now I understand dark humor, but there's some stuff that if it would, if it had been addressed at the time, it, I mean, it, this this could have been a lot more of an ugly case right now because I don't know how you get away with saying stuff like I hope the breath is taken like like something about like her last breath or something like dark he, shit. Yeah, about. He, did, he did kind of say, you know, we should um, what did he say? Drown her before we burn her or something like that. Basically. Oh, yeah. And fuck her witch. dead corpse. Yeah, that was um that's, that I, come that's, on. Yeah, that's fucked up. Um something about her last breath. I don't remember, but I was like eh, eh, you know, that's that stuff have that's you ever, like one thing I'm thinking of though too. Have you ever been so scorned by somebody that you are just like if they died, I would not give a fuck. Actually no. And I've um, been I've been physically right. And yeah. And, I, and no, well, but that's, I I'm say, very, I'm a very unique person. I'll admit let that. Let me tell though. you, but let me tell you, I have felt that way in a situation yeah, because of how horrible, like abusive this person was. And, um, I will say that they did almost die and I did take my words back because I mm. felt like, you know, I was like, well, you know, if you did die, I wouldn't care. And then they were on their deathbed. And then I was like, Okay, God, right. I take that back. I was just very angry. I was very angry at the time. And it was something that at the time I felt it and I meant it. And then when the consequences actually happened or, you know, that situation happened after I had already said that and thought that. Yeah, I felt yeah. horrible. And it, it was a guilt that I felt it was very hard to wrestle with. And I thought that, you know, if this person does die, that I'm going to have to live with my thoughts. Okay, oh, my shit, they're coming back. Okay, I don't know why you're breaking up. Like, you're all robotic. Okay, probably because I'm doing this. Is it better if I just stand like this and I don't move? No, it's the connection. It's in and out. Sometimes you're clear and a couple times you're robotic. I noticed that it translates on the actual recording itself, though. That's going to be frustrating. It might oh be God. because you're actually streaming as well on your phone? Uh, I don't think so because I have super internet. You have super internet? Since when? <laughs> Since they told me it was super internet? You guys, she has like the worst fucking internet. You know my life. <laughs> your your TV isn't on in like in another room. <laughs> bird chirping. 
Okay. That's how I find now. Oh my God. The jury's coming back. Okay. They figured those numbers out quick. They were like, you know what? Yeah. All right. That sounds good. Does that sound good to you? Does that sound good to you, Bob? Okay, Bob. I'm thinking 20, 20 mil, a cool 20 mil. Sounds good. They should just give them regular average people settlements. (laughs) Right. Like bring them down a notch. Like you guys aren't like superior. $10,000. Right. That would be a lot in regular people world. No, seriously. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna get, fuck you, bitch, paying off my car hoe. <laughs> Mr. Four Person, is this okay. the verdict of the jury? Oh, shit. Shh. All right. Shh. Is it unanimous? Hold it close. Thank you, sir. Oh, my God. Where does the sound even come out of my phone? Mr. Depp's claim against Ms. Heard. One. As to the statement appearing in the online op-ed entitled Amber Heard, I spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath. That has to change. In the Washington Post online edition, quote, I spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath. That has to change, end quote. Do you find that Mr. Depp has proven all the elements of defamation? Answer, yes. Has Mr. Depp proven by a greater weight of the evidence that question, the statement was made or published by Ms. Heard? Answer, yes. Oh, shit. The sta- question, the statement was about Mr. Depp. Answer, yes. Hobag! Question, statement was false. Answer, yes. <gasps> question, the statement has a defamatory implication about Mr. Depp. Answer, yes. Question. The defamatory implication was designed and intended by Ms. Heard. Answer, yes. Oh, shit. Question. Due to circumstances surrounding the publication of the statement, it conveyed a defamatory implication to someone who saw it other than Mr. Depp. Answer, yes. Damn. Do you find that Mr. Depp has proven by clear and convincing evidence that Ms. Heard acted with actual malice? Answer, yes. What? That was what mattered in this case. That last piece was what mattered. To the statement appearing in the op-ed entitled A Transformative Moment for Women in the Washington Post print edition and the online op-ed, Amber Heard, I spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath that has to change in the Washington Post online edition. Quote, then two years ago, I became a public figure representing domestic abuse, and I felt the full force of our culture's wrath for women who speak out, end quote. Do you find that Mr. Depp has proven all the elements of defamation? Answer, yes. Has Mr. Depp proven by a greater weight of the evidence that, question, the statement was made or published by Ms. Heard? Answer, yes. Question. The statement was about Mr. Depp. Answer. Yes. Question. The statement was false. Answer. Yes. Question. The statement has a defamatory implication about Mr. Depp. Answer. Yes. Question. The defamatory implication was designed and intended by Ms. Heard. Answer. Yes. Question. Due to circumstances, Surrounding the publication of the statement, it conveyed a defamatory implication to someone who saw it other than Mr. Depp. Answer, yes. 
Do you find that Mr. Depp has proven by clear and convincing evidence that Ms. Heard acted with actual malice? Answer, yes. Three, as to the statement appearing in the op-ed entitled, A Transformative Moment for Women in the Washington Post print edition in the online op-ed, Amber Heard, I spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath. That has to change in the Washington Post online edition. Quote, I had the rare vantage point of seeing in real time how institutions protect men accused of abuse, end quote. Do you find that Mr. Depp has proven all the elements of defamation? Answer, yes. That's three different As lines in the op-ed. By a greater weight of the evidence, that question, the statement was made or published by Ms. Hurd. Mike's Answer, coming down. Yes. Question. Come the in. The statement was about Mr. Depp. Answer, yes. Question. The statement was false. Answer, yes. Question. The statement has a defamatory so far, three for three. about Mr. Depp. Answer, yes. Question. The defamatory implication was designed and intended by Ms. Hurd. Answer, yes. Question. Due to circumstances surrounding the publication of this statement, it conveyed a defamatory implication to someone who saw it other than Mr. Depp. Answer, yes. That's Do you find that Mr. Depp... Not looking good for her. ...by clear and convincing evidence that Ms. Hurd acted with actual malice? Answer, yes. She's looking so hard, trying to look sad. Heard, we, the jury, award compensatory damages... Shit. ...in the amount of $10 million. Oh! We, the jury... You knew that they knew she couldn't afford nothing more than that? ...in the amount of $5 million. I miss that part you're talking. Number CL 2019-2911. Ms. Hurd's claim against Mr. Depp. So she's up to 15 One, mil. As to this statement, appearing in the April 8, 2020, online edition of the Daily Mail, quote, Amber Hurd and her friends in the media use fake sexual violence allegations as both a sword and shield, depending on their needs. They have selected some of her sexual violence hoax facts as the sword, inflict, inflicting them on the public and Mr. Depp. Do you find that Ms. Hurd has proven all the elements of defamation? Answer, no. Oh, her countersuit, not looking good. As to this statement, appearing in the April 27, 2020, online edition of the Daily Mail, quote, quite simply, this was an ambush. A hoax. They set Mr. Depp up by calling the cops, but the first attempt did not do the trick. The officers came to the penthouses, thoroughly searched and interviewed, and left after seeing no damage to face or property. So Amber and her friends spilled a little wine and roughed the place up, got their story straight under the direction of a lawyer and publicist, and then placed a second call to 911. End quote. Do you find that Ms. Hurd has proven all the elements of defamation? Answer, yes. What? Has Ms. Hurd proven by a greater weight of the evidence? That question. Mr. Waldman, while acting as an agent for Mr. Depp. Interesting that she she proved defamation. Answer, 
Yes. Mm. Question. The statement was about Ms. Hurd. Answer. Yes. That's a yes, though. Question. The he statement said her name. was seen by someone other than Ms. Hurd. Answer. Yes. Question. The statement was false. Answer. Yes. Do you find that Ms. Hurd has proven by clear and convincing evidence that the statement by Mr. Waldman was made with actual malice? Answer, yes. Three, as to this statement appearing in the April 27, 2020 online edition of the Daily Mail, quote, we've reached the beginning of the end of Ms. Hurd's abuse hoax against Johnny Depp, end quote. Do you find that Ms. Hurd has proven all the elements of defamation? Answer, no. As against John C. Depp II, we, the jury, award compensatory damages in the amount of $2 million. Oh. As against John C. Depp II, we, the jury, award punitive damages in the amount of $0. Mm -hmm. Does either side wish zero. to have the jury polled? Yes, Your Honor. Jamie? So 15 minus jury, two. If this is your Johnny's verdict, still up. please answer yes. If this is not your verdict, please answer no. What's juror this? number six. Oh, shit. Juror number 10. Yes. Juror number 15. Yes. Juror number 16. Yes. Juror, juror number 22. Yes. Juror number 27. Juror number 29. I do find that the jury's verdict is unanimous. Ladies and gentlemen, this concludes your service in this case. I want to thank you again for your dedication and your hard work during this trial. And I know I speak for everybody. I just here. like that they only awarded her uh, two mil. I appreciate tell you that and they ordered Johnny Johnny Moore. So no matter what, she owes some money, bitches. So I'm going to have you go back to the jury deliberation room for one more uh, time, and then we'll release you from there. Okay. All right. Thank you. It's a lot different than 50 <laughs> and 100, though, which is right. what I was hoping glad, for. Which I'm glad. I'm glad that they did make it to normal people's terms. Well, but actually, that's not that's, 50 million. Is like, I'm going to say, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they at least tried to the property level. taxes on a 15 million estate. Okay. <laughs> Let's be fucking real here. <laughs> Probably not even two million estate. I'm like, oh, what's the property tax? You know what? Actually, I'll take this trailer. Thanks. Oh, my gosh. Um, Amber Heard throughout this whole... Johnny Depp, as far as I could tell, he's in the UK right now with his band. Um, so he's not in the courtroom. Um, and Amber Heard is in the courtroom. And she was looking down for, I would say, 99% of it. Um, and right now she just... I mean, her, she's kind of a, a blank face. I don't know. She had like a trying to be solemn, sad face, if you ask me. Um, but I didn't feel well, was it was genuine. most of the time. I didn't feel it was genuine. She was just looking down, so I don't know. Yeah, she was sogging her head like, like, like hang, hang when you hang like, your head in shame. Yes, well, but she didn't look shamed. She looked like she was trying to be like, it's like terrible. Oh, well, wow. I feel good about the verdict. Um, I don't believe that that they did prove def defamation on um the first statement. The second one, the Walden statement, yes, that one, but the the first I mean, statement, but it was that one was more blatantly obvious. Yeah. He used her name and stuff. He did. But at the same time, they did have the officers come in to basically show that, yeah, nothing fucking happened. So nothing really did happen. But I guess you can't prove that they're the ones that called the cops. 
So that could be the defamation piece where you say, okay, well, that's not exactly true because we can't. Well, and I mean, if if, they can prove that nothing that nothing actually happened. Right. I mean, if if that was said in the court of law, that would have just been hearsay. So you know what I mean? Right. Right. So either way, how do you feel about the verdict? You know how I feel. (laughs) Um, All things considered, I think this was a big. Now I'm cutting out. That's some bullshit. Okay. Um, I'm okay with this. I'm I'm completely okay with this. Um, I'm glad that it wasn't in excessive amounts. I'm glad that it went the way they did. I mean, the Waldman thing, to me, I was never even going to argue with that because that, like I said, that was, that was pretty obvious. I mean, that's probably something he should not have said. That was stupid. But I do think the judgments were fair. So right, that's where I'm at. I do like that she still owes him money. <laughs> <laughs> she well, should we take that money to two million and we donate it to charity yeah well she not she ain't she <laughs> gotta pay all these attorney fees they didn't you know yeah they're you know their attorneys are like fuck how are we yeah. getting paid and because then they, they, you know, those... they because you know they ain't getting hired after this <laughs> oh now i will say let me just say this if you listen to uh mr rottenborn Amber's male attorney's closing statement was solid. It was solid. So he's not a bad attorney. No, he's good if he has time. He's good if he has time to prepare. Where he got fucked in this trial was when he needed to act on rebuttals or when um, he needed to intervene during um, okay, like when he asked a question and then objected himself because he didn't (laughs) like the answer. It's like, okay, well you didn't think that clearly, did you? Before you went to cross. Right. So, so he's not good. He's, okay, he's not though. good prepping on the fly. But obviously, if it's I something that he can argue. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't think. I think, I don't, that I think that Elaine's well. is. F- I think she's fucked. I think Elaine needs to retire. <laughs> she Especially with that fucked. girl clip where she couldn't. She just cannot turn her mic on. It was always Who? like, can you turn your mic on? Can you turn your mic on? Elaine. Oh. <laughs> Never had her mic on. And then at one point, it was like Amber's turning her mic on for her. It was like, oh, you know, I mean. Mm-hmm. Are there any? Are, you, are there any? Um, is there any instance in this verdict that you're that you're um, that that sucks for you? Any any part of it? Implications or impacts? No. Mm-mm. I'm. I, I told you how I felt already. There was just that one case with the police officers that I don't really feel that she proved defamation because they were able to prove that it didn't actually happen the way that she said that it happened, but they also used her name. So I guess, you know, at that piece, it's like, okay, well I get it. Cause you can't not prove either that they mm. were the ones that called. Yeah. The police. Um, so it was like there, that situation was just kind of a lot of hearsay for both of them. So what actually mm. happened or whatnot, but it, the abuse, the abuse allegations were clearly false and none of their testimonies lined up when they were, <laughs> God, when they were, when they were being, yeah, when, when they were sworn to testify about those situations, uh, Amber's story did not match her friend's story, matching the police story. And it was like, clearly they did not huddle together to get their shit straight before they fucking decided to make that claim. Um, so the unfortunate part of this for me, I just hit my head on the mic. What? I said, sorry, I just hit my head on the mic. Oh. <laughs> um, is, 
and this is this probably isn't this isn't huge in the sense of immediate impacts or anything like that um but i do think that people who um perpetrate emotional mental psychological damage you know on other people a lot of times these are narcissists um they might think they can get away with a lot more because um even even when you provide own e- your own evidence that that you were like saying horrific shit <laughs> and saying horrific things to someone um you know it is what it is you know it is what it is <laughs> it's, it's okay just not, i'm sorry that's like eh! I get what you're saying i get what you're saying that he was able to come you know and say get away basically with his statements of what he said for her but that wasn't what was on trial here what was oh, on I trial know. was the defamation i know, I know. and I know. Um, not, I don't feel the same. I don't. Feel, I don't feel like he's a narcissist. I feel like with everybody that's come forward and testified of, of just on who he is as a person, um, I just don't feel that. When I said usually yes. these are narcissists. Yeah, usually, yes, but I don't think in the case that that can really represent Johnny Depp from what we've seen. No, I'm just saying people who are who are out there hurting right. people. Yes. Yes, and that's a. De- I feel I like that is refer situation. back to this case and be like, "Well, Johnny Depp did it." Okay, You're right. Not Johnny Depp. Mm, well, yeah. That's you also didn't. You also weren't married to Amber Heard, so that's another point. And that's what I'm saying is there's a lot. <laughs> there's, there's a lot wrong in that marriage, right? So, right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think you're always going to have these situations where somebody's going to try to use something else as a scapegoat and say that's why I did that. Oh, well, I did that because I see I saw someone else doing it, get away with it. That is mm-hmm. that own person's lack of accountability for their actions. Yeah, there's a lot of that out there, unfortunately. Well, though. yeah, but this trial didn't change that. that. But this trial didn't change that. Mm-mm. No, that was that was rampant before this trial. Mm-hmm. As we the saw Miss Heard one other feeling thing that that responsible me. for any of her actions. There's one other thing that scares me. And I'm speaking from someone. Now, obviously, I would not have been selected as a juror because I had, you know, previous case of intimate partner violence. Um, so I would have been, you know, of course, there's cognitive bias at play. Um, but the other thing that scares me is, and I think you and I might have argued about this because um, you were like, you know, there's these recordings, but where's the recordings of like her actually being abused? There are none. Um, the thing that scares me is when you're in the moment and you're being abused, that's not when you think about reaching for your phone. You're in survival mode. You're not thinking about recording that moment. You're thinking about surviving that moment. You get the phone after it's already over. You get the phone after the fact. You get the phone it, 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 when you see someone acting weird and you think, oh, shit, are they going to, is this going to pop off? <laughs> you know, like, and then maybe it doesn't. It ne- you never do it in the moment. And what I'm afraid of is there are maybe people out there who are actually in violent situations and they're maybe going to think, oh, my God. I have to get to my phone. I have to record, you know, this happening. And because she didn't have evidence. Well, so here's the really evidence. Here's another really shitty thing about that. That even if they do have that evidence, um, if that person is eluding the police and you're not able to catch that person who's sending, um, you know, this person could be sending text messages that, you know, I want you to die harassing this person and, and doing things. If the police can't find them, even if you have those things and you have a protection order, it doesn't help you. And that's, that is the sad reality of somebody who's in an intimate partner violent situation. That is the sad, that is the really sad piece. And the fact that you would even think that you would have to have video evidence because there are situations like Miss Heard just 
elaborated That's what on. I'm saying. It's scary. It sucks. It does. It does. It's absolutely 100% awful. 100%. But yeah. I think that there's also this piece that goes to show that just because you're a woman doesn't mean that it's true. And that sucks because if you come forward and you're saying something like this, what sucks more actually is if you would lie about it. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's what we're seeing here. That's and so that does affect that's women. The worst part, the defamation, the lie, the lie, yeah. the fact that people like the fact that how why would you want to have that? Why would you want to have that label? Why would you want to have I can't make up an experience to be part of a group of people who have experienced something god awful? Why would you want that? I don't understand. I don't know. It's it makes me sick to think about. It makes me sick to think about because, like I said in the beginning of this, people lose their lives. This isn't this isn't a fucking joke. This isn't a fucking no. Club. It's not. And we we did do an club. episode. We did an episode about one of our friends that did lose her life. And the saddest part about that was that in that situation, it wasn't as well known. I mean, because there's a lot of shame, like I told you as well. There's a lot that you that I didn't pull you into. There's a lot of shame, and that's why we keep it secret and take the abuse in silence because there's you know and there's not a lot anyone can do anyway they would just be put in harm's way and you don't want to see the people that you love and care about be put in harm's way you just take the you know you take it I know as a child the amount of times that I've witnessed my mother not file a police report after she experienced Mm. abuse and that part it's hard I mean it's like something that you know I will always have in my memories, in my childhood experience, it's it's made me who I am today. It, it was a uh, something I had to work on when I started dating. I didn't trust anybody. Like, I mean, shit. I was twenty what, what twenty eight when I got married. <laughs> like, I was. A, it took me a long time to find myself um, mm-hmm. because of what I've experienced, and um, and I've always been guarded because of that. But the impacts are long lasting. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And I, I don't think that that can really be taken lightly. And again, I say that I do maybe come off like I don't take things seriously sometimes because that's just my personality. It's how I developed my personality was like, oh, well, I've been through some shit, okay? <laughs> been through some shit and it yeah. made my personality. But um, at the end of the day, yeah, I think it is really important that we do drive home about how serious this topic really is. Can't become complacent just because this this happened. Um, This is still affecting people right now in this moment. There's someone out there that's being actually physically abused or sexually abused. It's actually like that's a fact. I mean, we can't become complacent. And the other thing is, um, hmm, how do I say this without giving away information? (laughs) Um, Because I know of something that's happening currently, and there's someone who should be on this person's side. But there's a lot of judgment and criticism and and blame and finger pointing. There's no compassion. And it's a real thing that's happening. There's no compassion. There's um, it's really sad. It just it breaks my heart. And we talked about this with Emily, who lost her life the the very beginning of the year. Um, People need people that they can trust. We all need someone who we can trust, but these people who, when their lives are in danger, they need someone who they can trust and they're going to withdraw even further and become more secretive and whatnot when people are judging them and blaming them because they don't understand. Or if they're like, well, and, and, and to bring back to this, like 
well, mm, I don't know, you sound a little like Amber Heard, you know, like, mm, I don't know if I can believe you. We still have to take until you prove otherwise, you still got to take it serious, man or a woman. If a man tells you they're being abused, believe them until unless you, you know, know, find out otherwise, because this is serious. Right. So. That and with said, that, <laughs> my, my computer is at 18%. Okay, but I will say at the end of the day, if you ask me how I feel about the verdict, quick, somebody clap. <laughs> quick, somebody clap. Oh, that's how I feel. You can just cut off that quick, somebody clap again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're not doing that. This is um, a, this is a no edit episode. You get what you get, and you don't throw a fit. Yeah, it's forty eight <laughs> minutes of us. No talk. Okay, right Matt. It says my computer's about to. Uh, okay, but we need to let care. you guys go. But anyways, um, take care of yourselves, and um, I'm glad it's over. Fucking glad it's over. Be safe. <laughs> well, there's that too. Yeah, and uh, that's all she wrote. We'll see you in the next one. You've just listened to another episode of That One with a Catchy Title. Make sure to follow us on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok to see what we've got up our sleeve next and just to show your overall fan support. You can also go to our Facebook to see if there's any ways for you to participate or be a part of our podcast. <laughs>